0: A friend of mine, she's for her whole life has been an animal person. And so she used to own a dog kettle and, you know, on the side would train and kind of like help out with things like that. And she said like the best piece of advice I've ever gotten around dogs is dogs are always looking to revert to their natural state. And Mm. training a dog is a lifelong, 100% all of the time thing. Like a dog is never done being trained. So you always have to keep training them. Otherwise they're going to like, try to go back to their wolf state
1: hey jess hello wolf state
2: you're a dog person right jess
1: yes i am you got a dog all
2: right so you can you can weigh in on this lexi has some wild theories about dogs
1: okay tell me the
2: earliest domesticated animal yes all it wants though is to get back to its feral roots to destroy us all it
0: wants to do what it wants to do and so if that's like eat the chicken off the counter it's going to eat the chicken off the counter and if you get in between dog and chicken. And you're not on it for training. Yeah. Depending on the day, the dog could be cool with it, or the dog could bite you. And the bigger the dog, and the smaller mm. the child, like kids are, like especially little kids, dogs are used to patterns and familiar things, and little kids are unpredictable. And so, mm. if a kid who has a temper tantrum one day, then the dog's not expecting it. it can shock them out of it, and they revert back to that like stage. So big dogs are super, super scary. Little dogs, like there's all dogs are dangerous. And so when I see videos of like the baby or the toddler with any dog, like right by their face, I'm like, oh, you want to lose your face. Yeah. Like it's so, so dangerous. And there's no good time for little kids to be around dogs when people are like, oh, just get the dog and the baby together. No, no. you, the kid needs to be old enough to know, no, yes like consistent, like I would say like a seven-year-old is probably maybe old enough, but anything younger, you are tempting fate. My dogs fucking hate kids. Yes, Jess, yes.
1: I just like don't bring them around kids because I'm like, I'm putting my dog in a situation where the dog is going to act like a dog and the kid is going to act like a kid and the dog is going to fucking win. And I don't want any kids to be traumatized by my personal dog. Mm.
2: Interesting. It's uh, funny how much advice I got to the contrary.
1: Well, okay, are you talking to people with kids or are you talking just to people who have no kids, just I'm talking dogs? to people
2: trying to offload dogs, dog dealers, if you will. Yes, yeah. exactly.
1: Dog dealers <laughs> always. I mean, Fucking liars. I have two dogs because of dog
2: dealers. How dare they so, put me in that yeah. situation? Tell me that get the dog when it's a puppy and let them grow up together and it'll be chilling calm no. and they'll know each no. other.
1: I don't know. I was never a little kid around dogs. Like I didn't get my first dog till I was like 13.
0: Like I, I didn't grow up with dogs because my dad was super, super allergic. And so we just Mm. didn't have dogs in the house, but John did. And, but they were outside dogs and they were farm dogs. And so like, there was, there was rules about like, they live outside and they're at work right now and we live in the house. And so there's different rules, but I had a friend in art school um, who, when she was maybe like four or five, she got mauled by a pit bull. Jesus! And it was she was like walking down the street one day, as you know, we did back in the day without an adult, right? Do 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 and this dog came out of the yard at her, and it went for her just because it's like she was little, and it was unfamiliar, and he was like, "What's that?" And it mauled her, and she was in the hospital for so long, and she said. The only movie that she would watch was Milo and Otis. And so now she's obsessed with pugs. Are you kidding me? I love that her
1: recovery from a dog mauling was, was a, more
0: dogs. Was more <laughs> a different type of dog. And I told that story to a woman that I worked with who bred huskies. And she said, the issue with some of the bully breeds is people are always like, it's the owner, not the breed, or whatever. And other people are like, no. And she said the issue from her perspective was bully breeds have a locking jaw and it's not so much that they're more violent but when they are violent they f*** you up way more than if like a poodle bit you because their jaws lock and tear they're designed to do that yeah so that's why when people are like adopt a dog take baby pictures i'm like oh man that's a roll of the dice no no I mean, also, though, it depends on the dog. Like, I have
1: herding dogs that they see, a, like, a little kid, like, running around, and they're like, I'm going to fuck this up. <laughs> this thing's going for my sheep. Yeah. And it doesn't matter that they've never had any sheep. They just want to go for mm-hmm. them. But, like, lots of, like, golden retrievers and stuff, those are bred to be family yeah. dogs. Like, lap dogs, way less likely to do shit like that. So
2: are you, uh, like, no.
1: actively trying to get a dog for your kids?
2: We are looking mm. into it. No, no, we decided not to this week after... <laughs>
1: just not this week.
2: <laughs> a slight scare. Oh, no. Uh, no, no, we're going to wait a couple years now. Yeah. A dog just jumped up on my son that's and what they, do. they were having a great time and it just freaked him out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, that it's just, funny. uh, he didn't hurt my son or anything. He just freaked him out. And that was like, okay, well, you're not quite ready for this. I'm not going to traumatize you and make you feel unsafe in your own house. Yeah.
1: I mean, my worst nightmare would be to have a kid and then have to like get rid of my dogs or get rid of my mm-hmm, kid. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> like either or. Like I just Someone's don't want that. Go. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess I'd have to see. Right? It depends. <laughs> depends on who I end up getting more attached to. I guess. In lighter news, I just finished editing the Stardork Valley Return to Return to to the problem of Eric Barone calling his girlfriend his girlfriend after eight years. I asked Ryan what he thought because, like obviously we're not married and like I know it's the same for you and John Lexi and I, Ryan was like I wonder if there's like an acronym and I was like okay what would be the acronym for a long-term unmarried partnership and it's lump
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh you gotta get that lump removed
1: <laughs> if anybody asks you gotta say oh yeah this is my lump uh, that lump life <laughs>
0: lump life <laughs> uh that's wonderful feel free to use that you Uh, guys I'm in love with that that's awesome (laughs) have you and ryan gone
2: partner as as your terminology or do you say girlfriend boyfriend still and pass notes and twirl your hair
1: it kind of depends on who i'm talking to like it depends if i'm talking to like a gen z then i'll be like my boyfriend so they know that i'm cool
2: and then you dab but (laughs)
1: if i'm
0: trying to do adult stuff
2: common law is interesting i don't understand it and i don't want to just
0: in the eyes of the law we are all married
2: Oh, to each other. Everyone. Yeah. Just living in one big happy family Yeah,
0: in the house. We're all at one giant
1: poly
2: You know, it's an interesting concept, though, (laughs) like what factors as like sort of a uh, codependent relationship for legal status, like, you know, caregivers, et cetera, living caregivers, long term caregivers. There's some interesting area there for like what should provide tax relief, et cetera, et cetera.
1: And they're all just in a little box. On a form that you give yeah. to the government.
2: <sighs> Let's talk about the government.
0: <sighs> this is such an adult podcast.
2: Uh, I just have a box full of cash Ooh, that's That's right. a good way to do Ooh, it's a it. a hole in the back. Unmarked, unmarked bills. <laughs> just buried. In a way. It's just buried in the yard. And I use it to tip people that take garbage out of my yard.
1: Oh, there you go. <laughs> do you actually like tip people for taking garbage out of your yard?
2: Uh, depends on who um there is a certain like it depends on who you've hired to do what like uh oh, oh.
1: sorry these are people you're hiring for this service yeah 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 i don't just, just ask like somebody strangers. to come into the cart and grab
2: <laughs> trash
0: you there come y- you did not give enough information for me to be able Boy, to figure that out is it still christmas <laughs> come take this garbage and turkey away
2: yeah. go down to the shop and get me a turkey the big one in the window the one as big as me Yes, boy. Oh, good boy. Funny boy. I knew
0: that we were getting closer and closer to Christmas season, which means we're gonna be hearing oh, a I'm lot sorry. more Christmas Carolina Christmas girl this so one. much.
2: It's a wonderful story. <laughs> I know about you do. Victorian morals. You know what? The older I get, the more I think that like Scrooge is misinterpreted in the modern sort of tale. I think people are misunderstanding. Um, like I need to collect
0: He's the Jeff Bezos of the <laughs> no, time. See, that's How what do you I, misunderstand? I,
2: I need to collect my thoughts about this before I bring it to you both or else it's just going to get ripped apart so quickly. Is Scrooge the <laughs> Jeff Bezos or is Scrooge the Elon Musk? He's neither. He's not like he's not out flashing his money around Ooh. trying to be like the most influential person in the world. He wants to be left alone. Rupert
0: Murdoch. Ooh. He
2: doesn't want to be bothered. I, yeah, he's like Yeah, the money is almost incidental to sort of his disinterest in participating in society, which I think is the larger part of things.
0: Uh, Would that not be Jeff Mm. Bezos who refuses to like pay a minimum wage? That's normal. Have a bathroom. The
2: dude is out and just shaking his dick all over the place right now.
0: But he's not participating in society by giving his workers like a good working life or condition, which means he's not willing to like be a part of the whole.
2: Sure. And in that way, yes. Uh, Amazon is his Cratchit. Um, but I mean, personality wise, they're not quite on the same level. They're
1: not yet. Their
2: disassociation from society. Give is different. Jeff
1: Bezos' time. Bezos is
2: out there wearing mesh shirts going to like Fire Festival too. Yeah, like,
1: but he's still like, he's probably just having a midlife crisis. He's,
2: like, got it, right? um, he's clearly having some sort of crisis.
0: Like, wait until he's like Scrooge age, you know? Do you think that like I, there's moments where I have panics where I'm like, I'm getting old. And then I wonder if I had that amount of money, what crazy shit would I Be like, I'm just going to do this Mm -hmm. because I'm panicking about my age and I have billions of dollars. I don't know what I do.
2: It's wild. Like, you could save the world and instead you chose to like make a rocket and fire it into space for no fucking reason just so the Please. whole world could see you ejaculate you know
1: what though i literally when you said that lexi i was like what would i do and i was like i'd probably get lip fillers, <laughs> <of> the <laser laughs> the lip fillers and they're just expensive like, I to keep up with we
2: dream big here on dark matters we hate dogs and we dream big <laughs>
1: But Ben, the fact that you were like, oh, you could shoot, people shoot rockets into space. That's what they're doing. I think something just as selfish, but like much smaller scale. Yeah, because you're a millennial. Our still
2: selfish. Our our form of like, yeah, (laughs) luxury is like two avocados on your piece of toast. Like
0: (laughs) The good Korean eye care skincare (gasps) stuff. We're going to have four
2: coffees today, and one of them might be a flavored one. (laughs) (laughs) Plants in every part of your house.
1: Oh my god. God. I
2: put up as many plants as I want. Fiona doesn't stop me. I had a, I got a pineapple plant. I killed it, but I got oh, it. Those
1: die hey. really quickly. I was going to get one and they die super fast. It was
2: super. Like, I'm actually like <laughs> pretty <good> at raising <laughs> plants, but uh, it's a weird I have pineapple uh, plants.
1: They're not native to here. No, Why would They wouldn't like it.
2: No, no, but uh, indoor you can grow them pretty well. I have an orange yeah, tree that's still. doing quite well indoor.
0: Okay. Um, that's
3: interesting. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I love like a
0: like an orange orange tree, yeah. or like are they like different like uh, little no? Oranges? It's one
2: of those mini varieties oh. that are like super tart. Like They're really delicious.
0: Tarts. That would be adorable. Um, that
2: adorable. I forget the name, Sepsua, or something like that. I forget.
0: Oh, Satsuma.
2: No, that's the oh. that's the Mandarin. This doesn't matter. Nobody gives a shit what kind of orange I'm.
1: Somebody out there is listening to this and is like a passionate orange it's like, grower. More orange talk, please. <laughs> Finally. How did the rind feel?
0: <laughs> uh,
2: it's a it's <laughs> a short like walk from special interest to fetish, isn't it?
0: Mm. I mean, there is a very fine line. I guess so. You've just demonstrated. Is there a person out there who's like gets into like they're rubbing orange rinds on themselves, and that's there what does it for be. them? There's something out there for so?
2: everyone. Absolutely, that's
0: rule forty-two. If you can imagine it, it exists mm-hmm. on the internet. Probably as porn. Maybe that's a good segue. You know what I heard. <laughs> Please. Oh, no.
2: no. I'm horrified. That
0: Joe Rogan. <laughs> oh, yeah. That Joe Rogan oh. gets off on the doorbell ringing. <laughs> oh. So that's why he orders a lot of uh, DoorDash. And Amazon. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Just one click buy.
1: Is Just that one real? Cl- I hope that's real. Uh, Who's that's to say, Jess? F- that,
2: that's for our dear <gasps> listeners to figure out. We will pepper this episode with uh, Joe Rogan facts. Um, <laughs> some of them real, some of them not. And the great Ooh, thing about this I is like this. it's going to be difficult for anyone to understand which of these things he does or does not do. <laughs> uh Joe Rogan Yay. fact is you got another one for us Lex.
0: Oh yeah, uh Joe Rogan's favorite cartoon character is Snoopy. I see, I believe that.
2: I mean, yeah, he's my favorite yeah. character, one of my favorite characters. Uh Joe Rogan uh promised to pay for dinner and didn't. Fuck Joe Rogan.
1: Classic Joe <laughs> Rogan. <laughs> Fuck Joe
2: Rogan.
0: Type of thing.
2: <sighs> uh We've got a lot more of those to pepper out. We are talking about uh podcasting, which is why we asked Jess, who's usually uh just cutting out our dumb shit, to help us say some dumb shit tonight. Yeah, now
1: I get to cut out my own dumb shit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> or amplify it. You should just do an edit where it's just yeah. you talking like a monologue wow. and get rid of us completely. A whole Jess episode. I'm
1: sure that would be so listenable.
2: I mean,. <laughs> It can't be worse than what we do.
1: Welcome to my TED Talk.
2: (laughs) We should do a TED Talk episode. I have a lot of criticisms for TED Talks. That'll be fun. Which will be my TED Talk. Uh, (laughs) Podcasting. A podcast is a program made available in digital format for download over the internet. Uh, For example, an episodic series of digital audio files that a user uh, can uh, listen to at a time of their choosing. Uh, Does that sound like a good definition of podcast you do?
0: That seems reasonable. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I had a lot more like terminology than I would
2: do, but... Oh, I would love to get into terminology. Um, The etymology of podcast itself is a portmanteau of uh, iPod and cast something or other. I forget. Broadcasting. Broadcasting. Thank you. That makes the most sense. The first ever podcast is debatable. There's a long history, audio blogging, etc. But the The general agreed upon is Adam Curry's uh, something open source life or something silly like that. I should figure that out. That's silly. But yeah, uh, in 2004, August 2004 was the first broadcast of his sort of show. It's generally considered to be the first sort of audio blog to use the term podcast that's our rundown that's sort of our uh, hey did you know what a podcast is be <laughs> fucked up too. if you didn't since you're listening to this yeah a what we're gonna get into that we're gonna get into some some of our most disappointing podcasts <gasps> um what we'll get into it oh let's, uh, let's 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 Whoa. do the theme song for now <laughs> it's good a enough a intro to this podcasting episode. Rough
3: episode
2: <laughs> it's already God. terrible okay. <laughs> Back to the show. This is Dork Matters, a Dorky podcast for Dorks. I'm your dad Dork host, Ben Rinkle, and with me, as always, is Lexi Hunt, your Ed Dorkator. Hello. And with us, not so always is Jessica Schmidt, our editor, Ed Dorkator, and uh Pro Dorksir. It doesn't work as well. <laughs> oh, <God>. Uh <laughs> Jess Jess makes our show less shitty. Hello. <laughs> Hi, Jess. Thanks for joining us.
1: Hello. Thank you for asking me. Why
2: did we beg you to come on the show this time?
1: To talk about podcasts. My favorite thing. Podcasts. That's right.
2: We're going to dork out about podcasts. Are podcasts legitimately your favorite thing, Jess? They're
1: pretty up there. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think I like them, too. Yeah.
1: I really, they maybe have fallen off a little bit since I started doing them full-time, honestly. I feel like I listened to podcasts a lot more before I was making a lot of podcasts, but I still like them.
2: You edit podcasts, you produce podcasts, you literally record your own podcast as well. So you're pretty immersed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And as somebody who has made an art form for a living uh, and seen how it drops off your consumption of said art form pretty significantly, I get it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. People are like, What comics are you reading? I was like, I stopped reading comics when I started making them. Like yeah. I don't have time for that anymore.
1: Yeah. Sad, sad but true.
2: No, I still pick up the the graphic novel, but the uh, individual issues are it's a harder it's hard to keep up on to continue. yeah, the serial sort of nature. Speaking of serial. Oh, good segue. Well, if we talk about cereal, it's good. But if I just try to steer us back to <laughs> podcasting in general. It's less the same. What should we start with? You want to give us sort of an idea, Jess, of like podcasting as a medium, what you think of it, why we do it?
1: Yeah.
2: What do we like about podcasting?
1: So many questions. There's a lot of really big questions. Pick
2: your favorite and just roll with it.
1: Okay. What I like about podcasting is I generally just think it's a really excellent form of media, especially broadcast media, because a lot of the time when you get into broadcast media like TV or movies or even like YouTube to some degree now, um, it's got a really high threshold for access. It requires a lot of production for it to be really good. And Honestly, like the amount of people doing it outside of like very professional in those kind of forms of medium is like very small. Like you see like really big peaks of like Hollywood makes a lot of movies. There's not a ton of like independent documentaries or whatever. But podcasting, literally anybody with a microphone can make a podcast. It's pretty easy to get good at making podcasts. It's pretty easy to teach yourself how to make podcasts. Feels like shots fired. (laughs) Well, I'm glad you guys want to hire me to make the podcast. Like,
2: we're not getting better.
1: No, but I think you guys are though. Like the way that you have structured your content, like I don't know, I see an improvement and like. It's something, Thank you, Jess. Yeah, you're welcome, guys. I've listened to every single episode, so you have to <laughs> believe me when I say that. But.
2: Two out of three of us have. <laughs> i just like to note again that Lexi does not I listen do to, listen this to show. the show. I do listen to the show. Depending on the season,
0: I'm just faster in other seasons than in my on-season.
2: I don't know what that means, but I'm going to leave it. Working in. season,
0: uh, school season. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I see what you meant.
2: I I thought you meant you made it faster through season one than season two.
0: No, sorry. Like when I'm at work, I'm like, must listen to podcast eventually. And in the summer, I'm like on it. Yeah. You listen to the entire back catalog in the summer. (laughs) Yeah. I listen to it on the drive to work and actually shout out to Mary Lynn, who I work with, who started listening to the podcast on her walks. And she's like, I feel like I'm walking with friends. Oh, that's so nice. That's what we want. You know,
2: legit. After you brought up that sort of aspect of things, Jess, during our like yearly review, mm-hmm. I've given serious consideration to floating the idea of changing the podcast name. So I was gonna see what you two oh, thought about. Oh my god
0: <laughs> Friends with Dorks.
2: Yeah, seriously, or Dorks with Friends. One dorks of those with two. Friends. It feels it feels more descriptive. I don't know. What do you guys think?
1: <sighs> I feel really attached to Dork Matters now after yeah. two seasons. It's got a good logo too. i yeah. have to go back
2: to Adam and ask him if he'd do more and he'd be like, No one was enough <laughs>
0: this can be the tagline though like dork matters dorking with friends
2: yeah friends with dorks yeah. friends, friends with, with dorks, dorks is good a dorky podcast for dorks i like but we could always yeah. switch it up
0: could it be like friends with dorka fits or something
2: i floated that and i don't think anyone liked it
0: <laughs> it just looks bad
1: yeah, to that write. sounds like
2: something
0: you would say
1: it does yeah. look
2: bad it looks really shitty typed out there's something mm. about
1: like the e benefits yeah. is just like really bad next to the k <laughs> and the t
2: it does. There's something about it.
1: Cork. Yeah.
2: Is it the T? It could be. I think it's more the K.
1: It's the F. It's the it's K- hard F. sounds. It's, it's, the,
2: hard. The, <laughs> it's yeah. the cacophonic sounds. That's why my last name is so shitty, and why my wife didn't take it.
0: I mean, like her name's iconic. Yeah, her name is iconic.
2: Yeah. Well, there's the yeah. There's that part. Why as didn't well. you take her name, Ben? I thought about it. I seriously considered it, but Ben Stables. And this is getting into sort of the. I'm getting too serious all of a sudden, but like the consideration is that her last name is actually her father's last name. That's true. And it's a it's a, it's a a British last uh-huh. name as well. And so there's a lot of history there. And it's also just sort of furthering this sort of misogynistic approach to naming conventions that I'm just like, well, if I'm going to have a male last name that's like passed down from that aspect, why switch to another one? Now, the other problem would be if we switch to her mother's maiden name, then suddenly we're using... One, an incorrect last name and uh two, a ethnic last name that I don't mm-hmm. have any right to. <laughs> so that would have been weird too. good answer.
1: Such a mire.
2: Yeah, so I just stuck with rankle oh, <laughs> I like to say
3: it with Once a French.
1: In college, accent. I
2: tried to French yeah. it I tried to French it up for a while. Yeah, yeah. Ronkel.
3: Rankel. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh no, I meant like not actually French. I just use that as a term for fancying things up. Uh, French it up. But it would, yeah, uh, yeah, French it up. You know, you're going to add a little spice to something, you French it up.
0: Put a little stank on that French.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, give it a little je ne sais quoi, if you will. Pouger à la la toilette. (laughs) That's well, pretty good. Somebody out there understood what it's I just 12 said.
0: Twelve years of French education there. it's <laughs> because they canceled in our province. They canceled oh, yeah. French
2: education halfway through our, our yeah. education. Well,
0: you only have to take it up. Like it has to. Okay, I'm not going to get into it. it doesn't right? It was money.
2: it was mandatory up in up until we hit grade seven, and then in grade seven they stopped making it uh, mandatory. And made an, an elective, and everybody's like, "No, I don't want to do hard work.
0: <laughs> the thinking. This yeah. is
2: Alberta." We want to get rich quick.
1: You know what, though? If anybody else is like in the situation where they're like, should I continue pursuing French? I had to pay $2,500 in college to take French classes Mm. to get a language requirement. So if you're considering going to college, you could just save $2,500 by going to French class in high school.
2: I switched to German instead and uh, uh, me and Frau Van Donzel never really got along. Oh my God.
3: That's
1: amazing. They, I've heard it's like classically kind of difficult to get on with
0: Germans. Period, really? So. Well, oh, Germans, German the language. Yeah. I feel like yes, but like okay. I had friends that moved to Germany to Berlin um, to open a glass studio, like a glass blowing sure. studio. Oh, and so cool. They went there and they were like, "This is gonna be so awesome." And they opened it up and they said their first open house. There was, like, a lineup of Germans, like, very, like, severe, like, why are you doing this? They were like, because it's cool. And they're like, you will fail because this is a silly idea.
3: (laughs) And they were right.
0: Oh, no. (laughs) Sad. And I told that story to a German exchange teacher. And she's like, well, it does sound like a very silly (laughs) idea. Did they fail? Because it sounds (laughs) like they would have failed. And I was like, oh, my God, you're real. Oh, my goodness. That's bananas. Berlin has so much art. But, like, for Germans... Germans for Germans that's oh that sounds Germans. weird yeah yeah Ooh, I'm pretty sure that's oh. a Hitler line there Lex oh this is we're getting, the line you guys awkward I'm sorry <laughs> Lex put
2: your arm down
0: <laughs> oh my just jokes just jokes you're
2: making everyone uncomfortable <laughs> you came to talk about podcasting not your thoughts on white nationalism
1: oh my gosh
2: there's brutal. no
1: good way out of
2: this. There's no good way out of this. Uh, Joe Rogan fact. Joe Rogan fact. Joe <laughs> oh, Rogan good. is a Nazi.
0: Oh, my God. I knew you were going to take it to the dark <laughs> immediately.
2: <laughs> a lot of people don't know this, but uh, yeah, Joe Rogan has a uh, an SS symbol tattooed on his taint. Do you know Joe Rogan believes in basic income? What?
0: That seems true. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's true. That one's yeah. actually true. I'll give you that one for free. actually yeah. does. He has... He's a like, weird little mix. Eh? No, he's, he's not that weird of a mix. He's got like 5% like, oh, weird that you like this at all. And then like yeah. 95% like, oh, you're a transphobic, racist, misogynist. Like, Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Uh, yeah, so that one was true too. Yeah.
1: He knows how to do media really good. I will give him that.
2: I got a good one. Well, we can't talk about podcasting without talking about Joe Rogan. He is the most popular podcaster and basically has been since 2009.
0: Like... Do you want a fun fact? Hit yeah. us with a fun fact. Joe Rogan's first family pet was a baby goat named Jim. <laughs> Jim Rogan. Jim Rogan. <laughs> Jim Rogan. Jim Rogan. So funny. Jim, Jim Rogan the goat. The
2: goat. <laughs> uh, next time we play D anD D, my character's going to be Jim <laughs> Rogan, <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it has to be somehow related to goat. I feel like there's no like goat, yeah, species. Has be goat. species in D anD D, but you can make something. Yeah, uh, there is. is there yeah, a there's baby? a number of. Yeah, is
2: there yeah. Goat species? Oh, yeah. absolutely. Uh, I'm blanking on the name right now. Uh, and then there's also like satyrs and stuff like oh, that. Oh, that's that true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Greek stuff. Oh my
0: God, he's going to be a, a Joe Rogan satyr? <sighs> <Seder. sighs> <A> Joe Rogan satyr. <sighs> that would be great.
2: Just like super mad and yelling all the time and like constantly taking performance.
0: <laughs> but with his tiny little feet. Bleet. <laughs> hey, <her>, oh. bleet. <laughs> hey,
2: her. Yeah
0: definitely a bard he's got to be a bard yeah Yeah.
2: he has to be he's a performer his type of performance is town square yelling and playing the pan flute apparently pipe flute
0: yeah he has to Uh, a satyr plays a pan flute it's just what they do it's just what they do it's genetic joe
2: rogan fact size seven shoes
0: oh (laughs) u.s or european
2: u.s small feet very small feet can't tell because they're always below the desk. just swinging off the end of the chair like a school kid so
1: true how has anyone ever seen joe rogan's feet no yeah you've got they're like little muppet legs that just kick around
2: (laughs) can we say enough shit about joe rogan where he at least takes us down on his podcast
0: yeah we're gonna get in trouble i hope he listens to this
1: there's no way how many times do you have to say joe rogan like it's like must be like a bloody mary bloody Mary
2: three times while turning around in front of the mirror yeah
0: yeah and he comes out of the computer at you to tell you that you need to drink more like protein powder mix
2: yeah if you say joe rogan three times while spinning in front of a mirror he jumps out to tell you that like trans athletes aren't competing wow. on the same wow. fair level
0: yeah there you go oh I, I like this form like if you say joe rogan three times he comes out of your microphone and tells you that you need to nut up more <laughs>
2: one more joe fact and then we should actually talk about Uh, podcasting uh joe rogan actually had his testicular hair transplanted into his eyebrows which went bald with his alopecia oh
0: (laughs) hey you know what good for him
2: yeah whatever you need to do that surgery done
1: alopecia is serious
2: alopecia is serious i just it's just i can't tell if joe rogan's actually bald or if he just shaves his head
1: it could be
0: both i think he shaves his
1: head
2: yeah yeah Well, he certainly shaves his testicles. For his eyebrows. Because we can see those pubes up on his eyebrows.
0: (laughs) Thanks, Joe Rogan. Thanks, Joe Rogan.
2: One more. Joe Rogan (laughs) pushed his mom down the stairs.
0: (laughs) Because she beat him at Monopoly.
2: (laughs) One more, one more. Uh, Joe Rogan's cousin is Gerard Way.
1: I don't know who that is. Oh, my goodness. From My Chemical Romance. You just lost millennial cred. That's not real.
2: Because you got to know My Chemical Romance, The Black Parade.
1: Yeah. I mean, absolutely. I know my chemical. Here's the, th- here's the fun fact about me. I can listen to a song a hundred times in a row before I get sick of it. I absolutely won't be able to tell you what the name of the song is or the artist or know anything about the artist or know anything else in their discography. I am generally
2: with you.
1: <laughs> I am. I like I'm that. absolutely
2: with you for the most part.
1: a song fixate person. I do not. It's very rare for me to fixate on an artist, and if I do fixate on an artist, that one artist, I'll listen to everything that they make.
2: go through the whole catalog. But most of the
1: time, it's just one song.
2: Uh, I've been listening to Tibetan bowls, bells, and chants uh, just on loop since my kids started taking baths because it's relaxing.
1: Ryan just shared me this song today. Shared me this (laughs) song. That's good grammar. But it is apparently... 60 percent anxiety reduction when you listen to it oh
2: let's see i have an anxiety disorder i will be the judge of this one
1: guess what ben <laughs> you're not special i have an
0: anxiety disorder too Oh, <laughs> <anxiety> <laughs> off.
2: wait lexi do you have an anxiety disorder
0: i mean probably
2: <laughs> okay daily triple
1: weightless by marconi union okay
2: you play your song then i'll play my song
1: Am I just playing this, like, into the microphone? This is going to be really bad
2: quality. Uh, is there any better way to do it?
1: Yeah, I feel like you could share your know. screen
2: and do it, but this is more classic, I guess. It's beautiful. It actually is making me uneasy, if I'm being honest.
1: It made me kind of uneasy, and I was like, I shouldn't be listening to this while I'm driving. But it also it made me uneasy, and then it also kind of like made my eyes start to relax.
2: Do we have to listen to a certain um, amount of it for it to start working?
1: I honestly I feel like listening to it in this really shitty, oh. like over my microphone way is not helpful. I think you should just listen to it on headphones. We've later. taken all
2: the power away from it. Okay, yeah. I wanna do a song too, please. All right. you know
0: that's scene in Pitch Perfect where they're in the the swimming pool. This is like that, but really oh, sad. Yeah. Sadder than that. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, that's
1: very nice
2: we played this for my eldest son's bath every time he go in uh, because we read about how you're supposed to have like a beautiful relaxing bath routine it never helped you just start screaming and throwing stuff and like
0: this is not spa behavior (laughs) i still have a special
2: place for this song you
1: do not know how to act in a spa (laughs) baby you're supposed to have a lowered voice
2: (laughs) i don't either (laughs) why won't you relax Stop eating the some salts. Uh, salty kids yeah. won't eat anything. I put my kid on my youngest on the change table to change his poopy oh, butt, I don't look where and this the is next going. thing I know, he's chomping down on a uh like a handheld fan. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> like, not that bad. He's ripping off like the foam uh like blades and just like eating them. It
1: probably felt great. Yeah,
2: on his teeth. He's got his teeth. That's so tough. not sure what he was doing there. Yeah, yeah. All right, there were things I wanted to get to about yeah, podcasting. Oh yeah, so
1: podcasting.
2: Um, you know, whatever. <laughs> this can be... I want to talk about
1: podcasting. Yeah. No, let's talk about podcasting. All right, all right. I'm here let's to talk about Joe podcasting. Rogan. What are your guys' favorite podcasts? You guys can sprinkle in
2: joke Rogan facts. I'm still enjoying <laughs> we them. We might have blown them all at once.
0: Lexi, beautiful hand up. Thank you, Jess. <laughs> um, my most favorite podcast that I listen to quite religiously is Criminal Podcast. In a suburb outside of Salt Lake City, in a town called Harriman, a 69-year-old woman named Linda Gilman hired a man named Christian Olson to do some repairs on her condo. After months of working together, Linda Gilman asked for Christian's help with a different sort of project. And you
2: lean heavily into true crime, correct?
0: Uh, I, I do, but I don't. You know what? I actually I, I used to, but I started pulling back because it was so oversaturated that I started listening mm-hmm. to the same story over and over again. And I was just like, you know, it's kind of actually grisly to be making yeah. all these podcasts off of a very like horrific event. And what I like about Criminal is it's not necessarily stories about like it, of course, it's stories of true crime, but it's. Mm-hmm unique stories of true crime, like uh they interviewed in one episode um a prosecutor from war crime trials after World War II. Oh wow
2: nice light pair.
0: But then they also do like they interviewed a guy who had a tiger in Florida or something at a gas station and it was like his roadside attraction and he had to like fight the law to have this tiger and then they got into the ethics of it. And so it was it's a nice little mix of all types of criminal behavior and activity. Would you
2: like our show to be more criminal?
0: no okay <laughs> flat but we're good absolutely
2: We talked not. about taking on a true crime and doing a special we mini series we never got around to it
0: no but i feel like if we were to do that it would be like its i wouldn't thing. want to just tell the same stories that other mm-hmm. people do like i'd want to do something that's a little more
2: well that one that we chatted about was unique hopefully we'll get to yeah. do that in some format I still at want some to do point that one. yeah yeah
0: i think you should what about you guys? What's your favorite?
1: Well, I used to be a big true crime fan, but I realized it was making my anxiety a lot worse. So I stopped listening yeah. <laughs> to true crime, especially because I was listening to it like at night and then I was not sleeping. So now I exclusively mm-hmm. listen to true crime on car trips. But I've kind of found nice. the same thing as you, Lexi, where I'm like, I feel like I've heard this story before. But some podcasts that I really like, this is a little bit of an older one, but there's one called Bear Brook. That is a true crime. Love, Fairbrick. Mm. Yes. And that's a good one, too, that's because it's like one. a really compelling story and it's a cold case. And they talk a lot about the science that goes into yeah, like tra- chasing down cold cases and true crime. Mm. So that was really cool. Good pick. Thank you. You have a, you had a good pick, too. Criminal is a good show. That's a
2: good show. Oh, boy. My pick's not going to be Uh-oh. good. Nobody likes my pick. <laughs> what is it? Uh, I mean, you know, I don't listen to real life. What what does that mean? (laughs) Like, I don't listen to like anything real. I don't read like nonfiction. Like Uh I'm a complete escapist. I'm trying to disassociate. That's what I want. I want to get away from existing. Call that a leftover from trauma response from when I was a kid. But I would just want to escape. So my favorite right now is Dungeons and Daddies. Not a BDSM podcast.
1: Mm -hmm. Great tagline. I love their tagline. (laughs) It really is.
2: Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, it's Anthony Birch, who, if you recall, is uh, sort of famous from doing that web series, that early web series with his sister, Ashley Birch. Hey, Ashley, what you playing? Good callback. But anyhow, <laughs> yeah, it's him. It's Freddie Wong, the guy who got famous on the Internet for doing all those like special effects, like gun YouTube videos and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. then them and some friends that have uh, some other comedians. And they just uh, they do adventures throughout the world and tackle concepts like you know generational trauma via DD. pretty cool
4: that's the problem glenn we're a team goddamn! and when you leave the team where, where where do we find you huh where are we you're betting on on children f- fighting are they fighting ma'am ma'am over here excuse me
1: yeah
2: w- what sort of establishment is this what, what sort of fights are these oh this this is orphan fights <laughs> that's about 20 times worse than i thought it was i thought this was like a special child fight okay. you know maybe in the day <clears throat> Sorry, I, it's, it's foster children, not orphans. I lied. I'm slightly wrong. Oh, that's okay.
5: That's I don't know if that's better I'll, or worse. It's you, the same. I'll, did Bad. you
2: Did you
0: want any appetizers or drinks?
2: We'll take. i will all take a spinach cheese dip. You got spinach cheese dip? Absolutely.
5: No, Chicken no, wings. No, anything but
0: spinach cheese dip, then, ma'am. I like that. That well, and that kind of reminds me of when we had um...
2: sciatica. Yeah, sure. Just... It reminds you of when we had sciatica.
0: The back pain. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's more than back pain.
2: Uh, a lot of people don't realize this, but sciatica can actually affect your nervous uh, system, like from where the pinched disc is all the way down through your leg. Yeah.
3: It's
2: terrible. I, did,
1: I actually did a podcast episode about it's fucking back awful.
2: pain. Sciatica is, is terrible. It is awful. And you know what's worse? Getting it at 19 because you shoveled the sidewalk too hard. <laughs> Ooh,
0: That's bad. That is yeah. bad
2: what is your least favorite podcast that you listen to? And you're just like, I don't
0: like where this is going.
2: No, should we not do it?
0: No, no, I'm, I'm going to, we're going to have the conversation. Let's do it. But I know where it's going and I don't like oh, no,
2: it. no, I have a different category. Um, uh, we can start with that. Like, podcast okay. you dislike is different um like i want to know something that like okay
0: but no we can still have that if course.
2: somebody ever recommended one to you and you're just like do you not know me at all like this is not for me Yeah, i feel
1: like armchair expert yeah i feel like i've been recommended armchair expert a lot and i just don't like it i have
2: wanted to like armchair experts so badly because yeah, i like too. the idea of it and i just can't get into it either is it dax
1: I don't know. It has that celebrity podcast mm. like stank on it. Like some yeah. celebrity podcasts are just like genuinely good podcasts or they started out like, um, what's his butt? The yeah, guy who does it out of his garage, Mark Maron. He had, he had a successful podcast and did it like, not as I'm Mark Maron. I have a podcast. Like he genuinely like worked very hard on his podcast yeah. and then also happens to be like famous. But, I don't know, people who are like, I'm famous, I'm going to, like, the Ugh. fucking Meghan Markle podcast. That's ridiculous. That she shit, a podcast? Oh, it went up in flames and is, like, a huge Spotify deal that, like, didn't turn into anything.
2: Oh, right, right, just failed. It's,
1: like, infamous. It just failed. But it was because it was uh-huh. just, like, kind of tone deaf and not well produced and, like a billion dollar podcast that doesn't sound good. Nobody wants to listen to is irrefutably a bad podcast. Well, so
0: there was one that was uh, like, it was a Kim Kardashian podcast, but it wasn't what I thought it was going to mm-hmm. be because okay. I thought it was going to be around. Um, I like, forgive me, but like makeup and shit. And there was actually like um, kind of a true crime about a person who's been oh. wrongfully convicted in jail.
1: Yeah. Cause she has a big wrongful conviction and like wrongful imprisonment thing.
0: And I just was very surprised to hear it. And it was like, it was, it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. I I wouldn't say that I liked it or that I disliked it. I just was like, huh, okay. Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah.
0: I think not every celebrity does a celebrity
1: podcast. There are some celebrities who just have podcasts. Yes. And
0: like, and that's okay. That sounds like
1: a celebrity with a podcast, not a celebrity with a celebrity podcast.
0: I will say that for the one that I thought I would like, because I love The Office, but The Office Ladies podcast can't, can't do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't get some it. Some people love it.
2: Uh, I wanted to really like uh, Gates McFadden Investigates, but it's just so... Oh. There are moments of it that I find very interesting, but it's because I like the people she's talking to and I like hearing the stories from them more than I think it's a, a good podcast. And it gets very, like, Hollywood, like, love you, love this, love everything about you. And it's like, it's uh, you, you can't love that much stuff. Like, this is a little bit insincere.
0: Celebrity with a celebrity yeah. podcast. But, you know, there's some celebrities, like... Um, specifically like the voice actors that I think let's Mm -hmm. leave more into that because we listened to this podcast called twin flames and it's, I haven't heard of that one. It is exceptional. I loved it. It is fascinating because it's about kind of cult culture and how you can build a cult around (gasps) anything. I love cult podcasts.
4: It was July, 2019 Toronto, an average hotel meeting room, beige carpet, rows of gray chairs, a platform at the front. Dozens of people milled around waiting. Among them was Victoria Bonilla.
6: This was my first time meeting anybody from this group. And it was such an interesting experience because everybody was so awkward.
2: I love the idea of making a cult. I think if I weren't a podcast parent, I would become a cult leader.
0: If you listen to this, I feel like you could become a cult leader if you listen to this, but it's Stephanie Beatrice. Cool. who narrates it. And so officer Rosa Diaz from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, but she's also a voice nice. actor in many different things. And so we were halfway through it and all of a sudden I was like, wait, this is Rosa. And we were like, that's so weird, but it's not because she's a celebrity, but like, it's a really good podcast. So highly recommend that yeah, one. Encanto
2: was like that for me as well. Yeah.
0: That was a great one.
1: That's a good segue too, because that's a narrative
0: podcast.
1: So that's very mm-hmm. different than like a chat Format podcast, like what we're doing here. And it's very different than like true crime. Like, narrative is like something totally different.
2: Yeah. I would love to do Wind in the Willows podcast where I just read Wind in the Willows.
1: You could, I mean, that's technically an audiobook. <laughs> uh is it <laughs> yeah <laughs> if you're just reading the book then yeah it's an audio
2: what if i do really funny sounds and voices Still Still an an audiobook. Audiobook. <laughs> how do i make it not an audiobook i'm not being clear enough i'm telling you how to make how do i make it a podcast you have to
1: talk about it if you talk about it and read it then it technically is a podcast but you have to be
2: doing mm. extra stuff so if i did like like a 10 minute excerpt and then another like 20 minutes discussing and dissecting the part that we read that would be a podcast. Now I've bored myself. That sounds terrible. I'm not going to do that.
1: No, those no, those ones are great. Like Jamie Loftus's Lolita, yeah. like the Lolita podcast right, which I right, brought up have. before. That's a great podcast. Yeah. Like that was a great series that she did and it basically was like a podcast book club where you like talk about the book and talk about like its current place in society and culture. And like, you're basically doing like a book report on the book as a podcast. Mm. And that was great. I mean, I'm a book nerd, but I liked it.
2: Yeah. I think you have to be smart though, to do something like that.
1: (laughs) I don't know. I mean, Ryan and I are doing a sort of narrative podcast and I wouldn't say that we're particularly smart about it.
2: I am going to go. No, I'm just going to step out here and say that you both seem particularly smart. That's just the vibe you give off. If you are not, wow,
1: thanks, thanks, you guys. I was not digging for
0: that compliment, but thank you so much.
2: I think the greatest thing about compliments <laughs> is that you can fish for them. That's uh,
0: true.
2: It's yep. great. That's very true. Lex, do you want to get one?
0: Uh, a compliment or a fish?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Th- throw your line out. See what you see. What you come back
0: with? See if you get
2: a nibble. What sort of thing do you want to sort of passively? disparagingly say about yourself that you know is untrue so that we can compliment you on it.
0: I'm so brain dead today that I have no idea. Uh,
2: No, you're not brain dead. You're so smart. You're brain smart.
0: I'll do it too. Lexi, you seem like you're really good at your job. Hey, thank you. I don't feel like that, but I appreciate it.
1: It seems like you are. Well,
2: you have to be. You're not a white male, so you can't be moving upward by failing.
0: Yeah, that's true. This is is it for me, folks.
1: (laughs) I think my high school experience would
0: have been greatly
1: improved by seeing your face in the hallways. Oh, that is super
2: nice.
0: That is really kind. Can I tell you, I I was (laughs) waiting in line at the cafeteria to buy cinnamon buns and it's on they have cinnamon buns with delicious icing.
2: Made by students, though. How do you feel I'm about fine that? i
0: They go over tons of food safety, yeah. and they watch them. It's a fucking cinnamon, it's a cinnamon bun. And how yeah.
2: bad oh. can you
0: mess up a cinnamon bun? I mean, I
2: went to school with some kids that were in food prep that I would not have eaten a single thing <laughs> no, at the end of bread. No, I've got kids
0: in there that are like, <laughs> "Don't enough. touch this," and I'm like, "No, I but I, I fully trust our <laughs> cafeteria. It's they're That's so how good." That's you know
2: you're a cool. You're getting the. Oh. <laughs>
0: I was yeah. budging in front of the kids because I didn't want to wait because I had a meeting. And I had I was like, but I really want a cinnamon buns. Okay, well, now you're less cool. But I was like, can I budge in front of you? And the girl was like, yeah, for sure. And her friend was like, but only nice. if you buy me a cinnamon bun. And I was like, done. And so I bought her one. What? And she started crying. She was like, I really needed this today. <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, oh, my God.
2: That's oh so my sweet. god. It was self-serving, but it turned yeah. out really it sweet. Really,
0: <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was. Get
2: it? Because it Eyy. was a cinnamon and bun. I, and I
0: served myself from the cinnamon uh, bun. Nice. Cute. I love cinema. I get ones. it. Thank you. Yeah, that's great. That's that's good. Hey Ben, do you want a compliment? Yeah. yeah, Ben, do you want a compliment?
2: Uh, no, I'm okay. I feel pretty good about myself oh, most okay. of the time.
0: Got that white dude going for you. Hey.
2: Exactly. See? <laughs> yeah, there white men don't
1: need compliments. Just your existence is enough. Yeah. Hey, thanks <laughs> for being uh, you, buddy. Thanks for being ordained. you. <laughs> I actually did have one locked uh, and loaded, but I can save it for later if you like.
0: No, let's hear. Oh it. yeah, let's yeah. On. Save no, it for no, when no. something
1: really tragic
0: no. happens in my life. We want to hear nice things. About- like if we get a dog <laughs>
2: oh, and it mauls my get child. A dog. I'm not going to now. You guys have soured me on the entire species. As soon
1: as they're older. Yeah. My dogs are the reason I get up in the morning.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, I love my dog. I thought Matt. it was us.
1: I mean. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: Oh, God, I got to deal with that indie podcast.
1: <laughs> I'm really sorry, you guys, but I it's the dogs care about my dogs. Yeah, they're my babies. I don't have any human that. babies. I have fur babies. Jess, I'm there with
0: you. It's dog time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I understand. Yeah.
2: I was like you before I matured and had children. Oh,
0: hmm. I'm totally
2: joking! That's the biggest <laughs> asshole thing a person can say.
1: It's just that like kids are better. <laughs> I, I just feel like if you if you had your own, I think that you would understand. You feel different.
2: Yeah. No, I'm the person that constantly, when people would tell me about their children before I had any, would t- uh, like relate to them by telling them anecdotes about mm, my cat. Yeah. And, and I then They would pull me aside and be like, "You have to fucking stop doing that. They're not the same."
1: It's offensive to, to say that to somebody who has fur babies, though, because like, yeah.
0: kind of, it's it, like that is the role that they play in your life. Absolutely. Like, are you really a woman because you haven't had any children?
2: Oh well, now we're getting into a bigger discussion uh, around gender and identity. Did you know that Joe Rogan hates cats
0: and babies and women <laughs> and dogs? <laughs> and I mean, we did know the woman thing. And women, we knew he hated women. That one's
2: not a surprise. <laughs>
0: Did you know that Joe Rogan's favorite course on the carousel is the tiger?
1: <laughs> Did you know that Joe Rogan brushes his teeth with cinnamon toothpaste?
2: Oh, Ugh.
0: gross. <laughs> Not
2: for me. Joe Rogan's favorite sweet is cinnamon oh, hearts. Oh,
0: he likes pumpkin. Those like candy corns at Halloween time. Oh, I like those.
2: Yeah. Yes, oh, I God. God,
0: You and Joe Rogan.
2: <laughs> Joe Rogan licks tootsie pops before putting the wrapper back on and giving them out oh
1: my god that's like somehow worse <laughs> than razor blades
2: at least you know what you're getting with a razor blade <laughs> nobody knows where joe rogan's mouth has been
0: wow joe rogan's favorite breakfast is dry toast and room temperature water Ugh.
2: i love dry toast
0: <laughs> oh my god i prefer with
2: jam but i'd take dry toast if that's what i could get like dry toast mm. and coffee would be okay
1: Ryan does that too. I know.
2: I'm teetering on like Ryan's oatmeal cereal killer thing.
1: Yeah. And and Ryan likes dry toast. I think it's like. Truly a cereal killer. Like it's
2: third tier for me. Like it's toast with jam and a cup of coffee. Then toast with (laughs) butter and a cup of coffee. And then dry toast with coffee. That's not
1: even. I would honestly like not eat it. Like it is not on a tier for me. I'd be
0: like we don't have breakfast food in the house.
2: (laughs) Most people without a personality disorder would probably agree with you. (laughs) Sorry, Ryan. No, he does have
1: one. <laughs> Can I tell you guys something <laughs> about, I'm asking this question about Ryan as my partner, not okay. about him being a sociopath. Please. Anytime, okay. <laughs> anytime, there's an unspoken agreement. Ryan has does, done this. Anytime he goes to the grocery store without me, is that when he comes home from the grocery store, he brings me a little treat. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. And he went to the grocery store today and came home, and I looked at the basket and was like, where's my treat? Oh. And he was like, you didn't ask <gasps> for a treat. He Pavloved you. I <laughs> Never asked for a treat before, but you bring me a treat every single time, me not asking. And now I'm truly Pavlovian. I hate to
2: be the one that has to bring this up, but what you're dealing with is classic gaslighting. It's it's time to ditch him.
1: See, this is so funny because I was like, is Ryan trying to divorce me? Is this the beginning of the end? Is that he's like, no more little treats from the grocery store for you?
2: Uh, I'm answering like Reddit. There's only two (laughs) answers. Uh, You're overreacting or the other person is trying to murder you. Yeah,
0: Um, or cheating on you. It seems like Reddit always goes that route, like immediately. Oh, yeah, yeah. He
2: gave the treat to someone else.
1: (laughs) This is why I have little Mars Bites is I had to go to the store by myself. Get the
2: Mars Bites. Wait, when you went back to the store to get the Mars Bites, did you get Ryan a little treat? No. (laughs) Okay.
1: Because Ryan doesn't get himself little treats. He only gets me little treats.
2: See, the, the way I thought this was going was that there's an unwritten rule that whoever goes, you bring something back for the Sometimes other person. Sometimes
1: I do. But I went to the pharmacy yesterday to pick up the dog's medication.
2: <laughs> and you brought the dog a little treat. <laughs> and
1: I bought Ryan a Red Bull at the pharmacy. So oh, I got Ryan a little strange. treat that's yesterday. Strange.
2: That's good. Were we looking for a verdict here, or what? <laughs> Were we just venting?
1: You, you guys both being like he's gaslighting you
0: was the reaction I wanted. So
1: I feel resolved.
0: There. Yes, I did say the Pavlov. You. Like he's conditioned you to want to treat. And mm-hmm. John has done the same thing with me because when I have to work late, like, and I'm talking like nine o'clock at night, typically those are the nights that he'll get Dairy yeah. Queen for himself because I'll be like, "No Dairy Queen," because it's unhealthy, and we need to eat like vegetables or something so whenever I'm not home it's Dairy Queen Mm -hmm. and in the spring he started getting me a tiny blizzard because he's like you've had a long day at work you should have a blizzard and so I had a late night last week and I showed up at home and I was like it's blizzard time well guess what he's like well I didn't order Dairy Queen I'm like but it's but it was late (gasps) evening and he was like it's still open so So I made him order Dairy Queen at like 9.30. I'm
2: fucking going on DoorDash right now.
0: I was like, I want a Blizzard.
2: Mini Blizzard. I do love this.
0: A little treat. Get a tiny little Blizzard. Yeah, get your treat.
2: Get a little treat. A little
0: something for you.
1: (laughs) That was not podcast related, but I appreciate you guys (laughs) <laughs> I appreciate you guys indulging me. You know
2: what? Sometimes we try to stay on topic, and it, it turns out the topic wasn't as engaging as we hoped it to be. <laughs>
1: Podcasting is engaging. Okay. I know we're we're almost at an hour, but I wanted to... Can I just say like three of my favorite podcasts? I would love
2: it if you did. Yes. Do Okay. I.
1: So, and you guys can tell me if you've listened to them and... Or if you have any interest in listening to them. So, actually, I wanted to come back to what you were saying, Ben, about like escapism. Mm -hmm. I think escapism is really underrated. I think like pop Mm -hmm. culture stuff generally is looked down upon. Absolutely. But there's a reason that it's popular. Mm -hmm. And,. You know, I think that po- just because something is like popular doesn't make it bad.
2: You know what? And I take that a step mm-hmm. further into sort of the way that uh, a media made for women is sort of
1: yeah talked
2: down to, and and women are cheap uh, yes. treated for enjoying their pop culture, but like men can go out and spend like a thousand dollars on Marvel figures and shit, and like, yeah,
1: exactly. And that's fine. I'm a
2: 45-year-old man who's wearing a Hulk shirt to school today like
1: Yeah, like and that's okay, but then yeah. like women who like Britney, yeah, yeah, or whoever. I guess Britney is like not as contemporary. Maybe Taylor Swift, whatever. Uh, yeah. yes,
2: for those who don't know, Britney is uh, referring to Britney, <laughs> Britney Spears, Spears, a uh <laughs> An early millennial uh, Uh, pop star uh, from the late 90s, early 2000s. She's not in a great place now.
0: What was the
1: podcast, (laughs) Okay, so the podcast, I have a couple, but one of them is called Normal Gossip. And I also, so part of the popular thing, like podcasts have one of the longest tails out of any media, which basically just means that there's a ton of podcasts that have like, Compared to like somewhere in like Joe Rogan, like really low listener rates, but those podcasts persist and continue putting out episodes mm-hmm. because even though they have a smaller audience, they get so much out of their relationship with their smaller audience that it is enough to sustain them. So that's something else I like about podcasting. That's awesome. That being said, this is
2: I'm concerned. Why we have a smaller podcast audience, but we're not getting enough from them?
1: Well, we how dare you? I'm we're joking. getting so much from I've them. never asked. Uh, no, but like they we could like Patreon. You guys could do it Patreon. I don't know. I think you guys should try and do some, like, Comic-Con stuff. Anyway, we can talk about it later. Yeah.
0: We'll
2: just wait and see if we win this award Uh, this weekend.
1: One way or another, we're getting an award. (laughs) You guys would be the first ever time that I get to say that I'm an award-winning producer. It's going to happen.
2: But you've been award-nominated before. I've been award-nominated before, before,
1: but I've never won. So.
2: Wow. Do you ever feel weird about that? Like when you don't win, like, does it feel like the imposter thing pops up or I'm asking personally?
1: No, because I honestly would be surprised if I ever win an award yeah. for my
2: production. <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: well, you just wait, just. There's just so many podcasts in the yeah. world, you guys. Like that's mostly what it mm-hmm. is. So, yeah. <laughs>
2: um, I had not heard of the podcast that you mentioned yeah, that, that we're definitely good. focused on talking about. Yeah. Normal gossip. Yeah. I had not heard of that.
1: Okay, great. So it's great. It's really good. This one's kind of more popular, but it's by, I wish I could remember Caitlin McKinney? Nope, that's not right. What's her name? Kelsey McKin- McKinney? Kelsey McKinney. Yes, Kelsey McKinney is the host. And okay, I'm going to be honest. Like some of the episodes are really great. Some of the episodes are not as engaging to me, but- Audience members send in gossip stories that they know about, like, friend of a friend's, and then they tell these stories with a guest, and they talk about, like, the importance of gossip and the role of gossip in society, and then they tell these stories and do, like, check-ins with the guests of, like, how do you feel or, like, what do you do? And some of them are, like, very juicy stories.
6: The production team has made a very nice PowerPoint of quotes. She posted a PowerPoint in the Facebook group. A slide deck. Well, I love this energy. Okay, first of all, the PowerPoint is titled, In My Defense. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, um... She has made an interesting choice of layouts. Uh-huh. Uh we have like a hot pink Malibu Barbie situation. Mm-hmm. It has come to my attention that there are some things going around about me. Exclamation point. <laughs> Subhead. I will not be falsely accused. Exclamation point. Next slide, please. Figure one. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Describe so to now them what you're I'm seeing. gonna describe to what I see. Okay, so this slide features three figures each is labeled figure one figure two figure three and each one features the dogs in question (laughs) and they are labeled figure one diana princess of wales figure two camilla queen consort figure three kate duchess of cambridge and then there's a clip art of a banner like a pink silk banner and some diamonds just to give you that extra zhuzh that mm-hmm. all these dogs are <laughs> royal dogs, okay? Don't get it twisted.
0: That's good. I like that. I'm gonna to listen to uh,
2: that. that's a great concept because you get to put most of the content creation on yes, other people. Yes, exactly.
1: So great. Oh, so really it. good model. We
2: should just start answering. Am I the yeah, asshole? So
1: many people. So many podcasts just exist
2: from that. What yeah. about or we could do legal advice? That's not legal. <laughs> I mean, that's like the entire premise of Mabim Bam. Mm. My oh. brother, my brother, yeah, and me. Yeah, that's true. An advice show for the modern yes, era. Yes, exactly.
1: Um, okay, so Normal Gossip's one of them. Another podcast that I really like is Have you guys heard the Buffy podcast from CBC?
2: No. No. Buffy like St. Marie?
0: Yeah. <gasps> as I soon as you
2: it. said CBC, we all knew who you're talking from, about. Like, we
0: when you're talking about Buffy St. Marie. If you're
2: Canadian yeah. and above 30 years old,
1: and it's by this amazing. I mean she does a bunch of different stuff but Fallon Johnson is a creator she's like a playwright and she writes books and she does podcasting stuff and she does journalism things and she did such a good job talking about Buffy St. Marie Canadian icon because uh, Buffy has like oh, she's such so much. an amazing story yeah. and they feature some of her music also and like talk about how her songs were written and stuff so yeah amazing Canadiana podcast and a really great example of like I think people still have this concept of, like, Canadian content isn't good from, like, the 80s when there were all Mm -hmm. the, like, like CanCon points and stuff. But, like, Mm -hmm. that system does not count for (laughs) stuff like podcasting. Like, the Canadian content that's coming out of podcasting is amazing. So, like, don't discount it just because it's Canadian. And then my last one on my list was, like, one of the most informative podcasts I ever – I guess not informative, but, like, formative – for me as like somebody who was like, oh, I think I can make my own podcasts is Caitlin Prest, also a Canadian, but has done a lot of work in the U.S. and like New York. But uh, she had this amazing series called The Heart that they still put out seasons sometimes. But she's done like everything. She's done interview format, narrative format. She does different seasons. She talks about like really sort of off the wall experiences that you wouldn't Like necessarily think you can relate to but there's something just like very human about the stories that she's telling. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like to me that's like the pinnacle of stories and the kind of stories that I want to tell and she's very inspiring to me.
0: Oh, I love that. That's awesome.
4: You go through a forested area down a steep embankment. There's like a 400 or 500 stairs down to Wreck Beach and then it just sort of opens up into a quite large sandy beach and there's um logs all over the place where people set up and there's a there's a grassy area off to the the south side of it where it's good for bird watching i was a regular at the beach before i had the surgery and i loved it and but then i had the bag and the first time was very difficult I felt really awkward. I mean, I felt like everybody must be looking at me and thinking, oh, my God, what a freak. Scars were not <laughs> something I'd want to be seen on the beach with. But I was just always aware of it. Oh, no, God, she's got an The entire room is looking at <laughs> me. Are you kidding me? Hoods. That's crazy. In my early 20s and had some, I think, uh, pretty immature ideas about body image, like that it was like important to be you know flawless
0: i've got three as well that i'd like to share if that's okay
4: okay
2: let's all lean in because you're
0: gonna whisper them speed round podcast this is my this american life voice
2: (laughs) um wait do i have one of those
0: you have to get like right up against it and then kind of whisper into it hey this is american life i like asmr (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i don't like the whispering it's the whispering that just like pushes it over the edge like oh so
2: what if i get really close and i'm not quite whispering but i'm also using a quieter voice
0: that's this american life then that's okay it's as soon as you whisper then it gets this like is
2: the voice i used to tell my
0: cat that i love them yeah it's the whisper that my name is ira glass <laughs> whoa that yeah. got really cool and this is american life yeah um one of the first podcasts that i wouldn't necessarily say is like my favorite but the one that really got me into podcasting was um stop podcasting yourself hmm. i don't know that one it's a max fun show it's one of the earliest and when i worked at an art gallery in town my manager candace shout out to candace i love you you're the best she would play this and i could hear her laughing at it because it was just like friends shooting the shit this overheard is win from way back in the 90s in a wendy's in Keene, new hampshire hmm. uh
2: It was so long ago that I was in line for the Wendy's Taco and Dessert Buffet Bar. Wow. (laughs) I remember that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So it's uh, when I heard this discussion between an elderly woman and her grown daughter um, saying, no, mother, that's not it. You don't have it right. That's not what the movie is called. Can we please just talk about something else? And the mom loudly replied, I am certain that I'm right. It's Pennsylvania and it stars Tom Cruise and he's got VD and he's on a diet. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Everything <laughs> was wrong. Everything was was offensively wrong.
0: I it, That's what kind of got me into podcasting. And from there, I started getting into other things. But John got me hooked on this podcast called Darknet Diaries. And it's basically yep. like kind of true crime again, but it's just stories of like, the dark web and cybersecurity and it's it's fascinating some of the stories that um they can get into and so that was a that's our summer one like when we go for like really long walks or runs or something we would listen to them and then talk about them at home
5: hey it's jack host of the show i was talking with some online criminals the other day which i guess i talk to criminals a lot (laughs) it's kind of weird but uh someone told me a story that really put me in deep thought Okay, so the story goes, and I have no way of confirming this is true, but this guy swears it's true. He told me that he knows this guy, an online scammer, hacker, criminal guy, who was caught and arrested in 2016. Now at that time, Bitcoin was just worth $600 per coin. The police seized everything from this guy, his computers, his phones, all electronics, CDs, thumb drives, everything. But they didn't take his notebook. And in that notebook, was the private key to his Bitcoin wallet. He was able to stash it in a safe place before going to prison. Currently, he's still in prison and Bitcoin has risen above $30,000 per coin. This guy's wallet has 18 Bitcoins in it. He's due to get out next year when the police still don't know about his hidden Bitcoin. It was only worth $10,000 when he got arrested, but today it's worth almost a million dollars. All he'll need to do to get that Bitcoin is to find the private key in that notebook he wrote down five years ago. And that's such a trip for me to think about. A criminal losing everything, starting from scratch. But the day he walks out of jail, he'll be a millionaire. All because he was able to hold on to that Bitcoin the whole time.
0: And then I loved Limetown, the first season. First mean, season to get of Limetown, into, so good.
2: Well, that's what I want to talk about, like podcasts that disappointed you and that's that like story form. Yeah. Yeah, Limetown season two is just like, what's happening?
0: Yeah, and that's, I loved season one so much. I still remember I was, I just started a job downtown in Calgary um, and I was driving to work and I was actually late to my job because I was in the parkade of my building listening mm-hmm. to the end of the episode being like, oh my God. And then my coworker, knocking on my window to be like are you coming up and it scared the shit out of me <laughs> and then I was so excited for season two and then I was just like yeah I mean that's also how I felt about serial season two
2: yes I've never listened to serial
0: the first season really is I thought worth it but everything afterwards not so much
2: so is the premise that it's uh, supposed to be true crime but then it turns out to be uh fiction
0: no it's true crime no serial was true crime yeah
2: oh is there them? <laughs> feel like somebody lied to somebody during their podcast, but maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. Stop podcasting yourself as Canadian too, by the yes, way. Yes,
0: it is. Yeah, yeah. Just that's a little cool. Throw there.
2: Uh, yeah, one of the most long, long enduring Canadian podcasts, 800 plus episodes, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Oh, la, la. Yeah, I think that's pretty cool. Yep.
0: Oh, and we should give a shout out to Good Enough Gaming Podcast because we were guests on their show. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah, our pals. Yeah, yeah, there's an episode of us with them. Uh, talking about games
0: Martin games weren't you guys also a guest on the snack show oh yeah we were yeah um and that was so much fun the mess hall uh, podcast which they've since yeah, uh, shifted that. gears and they're doing something different but that was super fun and i got to go down to uh the comic expo in town and eat some snacks with our buddies and it was awesome
2: now it's called the hall mess podcast and it's just about cleaning up after your kids
0: that's not <laughs> as exciting sounds not
1: as yummy
2: <laughs> yeah. parenting podcasts are where it's at okay i don't know of any
1: i know one parenting podcast because mm-hmm. um one of my podcast heroes is dan meisner and he has this live live event called "Grownups ups read things they wrote as kids i love that yes yeah. yeah me too and then he did another podcast called how to not fuck up your That's kids good, too bad I like that
2: hmm
1: and that's a parenting podcast.
2: <laughs> the problem with that, though, is you won't know if he is an expert or not until his kids are old enough to tell us whether or not he fucked Spoiler
1: up. Spoiler alert. I think actually Dan doesn't have oh. kids. So I think that oh. he had parents also who worked though. on the show with him. He's just a producer. This is the thing is producers can make shows about things. Well, I
2: don't care for that sort of
1: lie. Well, ben and I have done how many Star Trek episodes <laughs> yeah, at this yeah. point and couldn't tell
0: you one thing about Star Trek. That is so. Awesome.
2: Uh, I bet you could tell us at least two things about Star Trek. Yeah, let's Trek. do
0: it right now, Jess, or two things about Star Trek. Just any two yeah. things.
2: You have to be honest. You can't just fake it just because you said you didn't yeah, two know anything.
0: Uh, okay. I know that
1: Trekkies are very passionate.
0: That is accurate.
2: All right. I was looking more for show detail.
1: <laughs> I, okay, fine. I know that um, Below Decks is the animated version of Star Trek. That is accurate,
2: and that was almost the right name. What is it? Below <laughs> lower decks. Lower decks. <laughs>
1: decks. Is below deck? Wait, is below deck the reality TV show of the people who do yachting, who work on yachts? I don't. Oh, I have no idea. Oh, okay. That sounds wonderful, though. Oh, it's so. like, so you gotta watch a really good reality TV. I wouldn't do that. One. Um, okay, and my second fact that hopefully this one's accurate is gonna be that. Apparently if you're a fan of the movies over the TV series you're not a real fan.
3: Yeah.
2: yeah. Oh, That's fascinating. Good, you know.
1: yeah. Is that true?
2: Not uh, not from my perspective. Wrong. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, I feel like that it was the vibe I got. I'm from- not saying you're
2: wrong. I'm I I'm absolutely believe and agree that there is a contingent of uh, terrible fans out there that that sincerely believe that. Well, on the bright side, you were right. You did not know two things about Star
0: Trek. Here's another fun fact. Tom Paris mm-hmm. is Joe Rogan's favorite Star Trek character.
2: Uh, Joe Rogan hates Star Trek.
0: Whoa. No, he loves Tom Paris, Ben.
2: Yeah, but he hates Star Trek. Yeah.
0: Oh,
1: wait. I have one more Star Trek bag. Okay. Okay. There is a character that
2: fucks a ghost
1: that That's, is accurate <laughs> probably
2: more than once
1: yeah, oh. probably, yeah probably probably eh? more than once they fuck the same ghost or more than one character fucks
2: a ghost well, yeah that one yeah i mean both oh.
0: yeah we don't know Memories? how long the relationship goes on i mean remember when picard like fell asleep fell in love and lived a whole life yeah
2: lived an entire mm. life does that count as a ghost
0: no he like a f- memory
2: right but is a memory a ghost
0: would that just be a wet dream sort of <laughs> I guess if I
2: you know. add
1: science to it, it might uh, be more. If you add tech,
0: is it more? <laughs> I used to get into the, our friend, I used to talk to him about like, if you have sex, like if you picture yourself having sex, is it the same as actually having sex? And we we talked about it. The more graphic, mm. the more it's like, it, it, it became very philosophical. Why? I don't remember how it came up. <laughs> I do. Seems like a classic thing. Yeah, it really was. Yeah.
2: no. Uh, Name two things that you know about.
1: <laughs> his name will never be said on the podcast. It will always be leaped. Yep.
2: Yes. Yeah, it really it's for is. For the best.
1: Uh, he inherited a house. Is that who? Did he inherit a house? Who am I thinking of? Oh, that's one of the guys that I work uh, with who
0: inherited the
2: random house. Oh, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> with his family.
1: And Joe Rogan burnt it to the ground. Oh, <gasps> Joe Rogan, you rogue.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh. This is this is a special Joe fact. He hates huh. animals. All animals. All, of them. All animals. Wow. Especially humans.
1: That's why he subscribes to the carnivore mm, diet. Yeah. Likes to eat them yeah. one by one. Do you guys have any podcast questions that you can try and stump me with that are not Star Trek related? I had
2: an entire list of like stuff that I expected us to go through oh. here in a very structured manner, and we did not hit any of it because I got distracted with doing Joe Rogan okay, that's been jokes. Fun. So this is gonna be called podcasting the Joe Rogan experience yeah. when I actually I publish this.
1: Do you want to read us the list?
2: Um we talked about why do we podcast? Mm-hmm. We did hit that one. Favorite pods we got to. Mm-hmm. Has a pod yeah. ever let you down? I'm sort of there with yeah, Lime Town discussion um there's been a few others but who cares whatever uh what does success in podcasting look like Mm,
1: that's a great question
2: and we can talk about that very briefly as a a personal thing but then also from a statistic thing, financial (laughs) thing. uh on that part from what i understand you need at least a thousand listeners per episode before you can even start to monetize does that sound accurate jess
1: i mean i've been told that number before too but it kind of depends. Is it one
2: of those things that just everyone says and nobody actually knows, so they just keep saying it?
1: That is, I think, the average that a lot of people experience. It really depends. Like once you kind of hit that level of critical mass, then yeah, it probably is easier to get funding and like a lot of brands won't look at you unless you have those kind of numbers to have them give you money. But I don't know. I mean, I work on a lot of branded content that like... They do not have that level of listenership, but they came into it with existing relationships. Mm. So they were able to get funding mm. right away. So I think that there's not any hard and fast rule.
2: I mean, and as an editor producer, isn't success for you working, like people continuing yeah. to hire you to do jobs? I'm not joking with that one. I mean, no, like, no. that's a.
1: Yeah, that is success to me is that I can pay my bills. And actually, like, personally, for my own podcast, my dad listened to the first episode cool. of Rooked and told me he really liked it. So the That's fact, so sweet. the fact That's that my awesome. dad listened to it and said I did a good job was like what That's I wanted. Cute and
2: wholesome, isn't that what the kids say? It's wholesome. Yeah, it is. Yeah,
1: it is
2: wholesome. That's cool. That's, That's nice. cool. Success. What is
1: success for you guys? Oh,
2: for Lexi. She quits teaching and becomes a celebrity who travels the world podcasting on stage.
0: I would love that. Ooh, I would be sick. honestly my true, like if I could quit or cut back on the education side of things, and I think that I would be a good host. Like I think that I would be a really good Q&A yeah. like, moderator. Mm. And so I'd love to do like interview shows or I really would like to do, like we've talked about this many times, like I have like five ideas for different podcasts. Um, that are narrative, historical, or like playing games and things like that. So I would love to do that. would be good at it. love to do that. That'd be fun. Ben? Ben? What? success what, what is your success in podcasting
2: oh 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 success for me is just fiona still listening to the show and giving me money thank to
0: you do it. thank you fiona yeah thank, thank you fiona. Fiona. that's fun yeah that's
1: kind of similar to my dad listen
2: money to work, my, money you know? please uh yeah, yeah like she listens to it literally every episode oh. and likes it and enjoys it and engages with it her. and that's, that's cool she's so nice. the best
0: yeah
2: um, it's fun. It's it's fun for me. it's a little bit embarrassing, but in a sweet way.
0: It, it's weird how sometimes I, I at work now that a few more people are listening to the podcast and talk to me about it. Like it's weird for me in that like the only people who call me Lexi are like my my art friends that know me from that time in my life. And so when people mm-hmm. refer to me as Lexi, it's it's kind of like it pulls on my heartstrings a little bit because it was such a, an important mm. time in my life that I miss that person. So that's nice. And I appreciate that. I
1: felt really tripped up when you and I were interacting <laughs> I in your professional workspace. I was like, I don't know what to call you. I know.
0: I was like, sorry, dude.
1: <laughs> I would always just call you Lexi. And Madam then I was like,
0: Alexandra. Ale- yeah, it's, like, it was really, it was a hard shift. It's so weird because there's some people who, even though like my, like people will call me Alexandra and I'm like, I don't go by that. And they're like, I'm just going to call you that. And I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah, I
2: think we should respect people's names.
1: It's a weird thing, right? Yeah. yeah. Would you be offended if someone called you Benjamin?
2: I mean, not offended, but it's not my preferred nomenclature. I associate Benjamin with a parent who uh was not not a good experience. That's fair. <laughs> Try not to open up too much. She she doesn't listen to the show. She was abusive. Uh <laughs> and so that's uh yeah, I don't think anybody in my family listens which is fine by me um but yeah you know so I don't want to hear the person who refused to call me by the name I wanted to be called by my entire life you know and uh think about that if you can empathize with that then you can probably start to care about a lot of other things that you maybe don't already and other people's plights Mm -hmm. but yeah so no I'm not offended by Benjamin but I don't like it yeah it's not my jam (laughs) get it because Ben jam. And
1: I've only been called Jesse by like close family or Ooh. my niece and nephew or gym teachers. Uh, um. Oh, gym teachers love picking a different name than what you already are named.
2: That's because That's they're, s- they're, they're sort of have taken a few too many dodgeballs to the head. And so they can't Probably. really re- respect people. I had this fucking gym teacher who would like constantly go off about how like if we chewed gum, we were going to start doing drugs. I don't know if he thought he was funny or if he was serious, but he was neither. (laughs) Like, neither of those were good answers to why.
1: I'd love to see the stats on the gum-to-drug pipeline.
2: what would those be?
1: How would you even
0: track that? Did you ever have gum?
2: Everybody in high school was walking around with an Excel pack yeah, and just like, like popping oh gum bits. Like That was like a fact. <laughs> yeah, because
0: it was pre-vape.
2: Yeah, it was pre-vape. We couldn't vape in high school yeah. yet.
0: Oh. I was vapes before vapes.
2: Can existed. kids vape in high school, Lexi?
0: Can or do they? I mean, do they? Yes. Can they? No.
2: No, I assume yes.
0: They're not supposed uh, to.
2: Do the kids smoke in school?
0: You know, it's a rare thing to see a kid with a cigarette, but they do exist. I saw one the other day. Okay, but
2: those are the coolest kids. Yeah, those are the cool ones.
0: Like when you see like a like a bear. Did you rip it out
1: of their mouth and like snap in half and throw it on the ground? No, because I don't want to touch them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you fair. can't
2: touch kids, Jess. <laughs> I, I, I try not to touch the children. Uh, Joe Rogan fact touches kids.
0: <laughs> oh no, <laughs> that's the one that's going to get us in trouble.
2: <laughs> I'm not going to elaborate in, in in what way, but you know, do what you want with wow. that. Is that did I go too far? No,
1: I don't think that was any further than anything else we no, I mean, said about Joe Rogan okay, here. Okay, good. Um, do you want to read through the rest of your list?
2: Yeah, yeah, let's go. Uh, favorites right now, I'll do like all time favorites. Uh, my brother, my brother, and me was a good one for me, mm. mostly because there was such a back catalog mm-hmm. of it uh, that I could listen to mm. it while I was working on. Uh, the graphic novel that I did, and uh, so I feel like a special closeness to that, and like Naruto because that's what I
4: watched. Uh, Rob Thomas, if you're listening, I know you are. I enjoy uh, your work solo, your work with Masterworks Twenty, and now your two single work with uh, with Carlos Santana. I love so. his work. I love his work solo. Solo, you can't hear. Him. Oh shit! Did you not see that comic, right? <laughs> no, no, no. That was great. <laughs> yeah, you got him. That was fucking funny, juicer. I do like smooth
2: though. But uh, spout lore is this great show uh of these four pals in Victoria that actually do like a adjacent dungeons and dragons style one of the art, uh, tabletop rpg games um it's really well produced they all seem to have like a, a bit of a background in stand up comedy which really makes them great at like just keeping a joke going and just it's a blast it's super funny and it's uh, it makes me proud that it comes uh, from a province nice. one over
5: Billy's a thief, his tiny size, does mask the largest heart. Best and brightest, they may not be, but their friendship outweighs their smarts.
4: So gather round, friends, and listen close, for the tale's about to start.
2: Yeah, I don't know, what's my third one? I think maybe, uh it's probably um the flop house i think right now is what i'm super into i i i'm not like i i don't listen to every single episode but i like finding movies that i'm interested in or have seen and then like just going through that with them it's everybody knows the flop house though um
5: mm-hmm.
2: yeah that's one of my faves
5: guys how does et poop dan uh well he's not that regular but i mean <laughs> as he's gotten older shoots out he has two cloacas one under each arm Oh, okay. <laughs> so Which the only he expels when he's frightened, like a squid. <laughs> what what an amazing way to ruin that movie is if it was like so heartbreaking and so touching, but unfortunately, every time he's surprised, he just shoots shit out of his at his armpits. <laughs> Oh, it's like Stephen, we got to talk to you. The movie is nearly perfect. We we think this has the we think this has the potential to be the highest grossing film of all time. Stephen goes, yeah, because of the poop pits. And they're like, that's the one thing we wanted to talk to you about. He's like, Are you sure? Because that tested really well with, with me.
2: And I don't listen to anything serious. Uh, I, I should probably try.
1: I don't know. Like I listen to some serious podcasts. Like I was just listening to um, Stolen, which is about a woman who went missing.
2: Um, I, th- I assumed it was about Liam Neeson.
1: No, it is really sad.
2: <laughs> oh no.
1: Um, but it also is like oh. important to talk about like indigenous women who are, you know, just like more vulnerable yeah. generally across North America. So but mm. sad. Like very sad to listen to. Like I was listening to it while I was gardening because I was like, yeah. I need some sunshine while I listen to
2: this. Oh, that's
0: a it's a heavy topic.
2: Yeah. I don't know. Um I, I think I can't focus long enough on something like that. It's really hard for me to people building magical fake universes, I am, I'm there. I'm just like wrapped. I, uh, yeah, it's my favesies as they say.
1: I don't know though. People are always like, oh, it should be like hard or you should have to be like forcing yourself to listen to it. And I don't really subscribe to that anymore. Like I had a professor in university who her whole thing was Shakespeare. Like she loved Shakespeare. She would loved Shakespeare since she read her first Shakespeare play at like the age of eight or nine. Like, She lived and breathed and dreamed Shakespeare and had been doing that for her whole entire career. And I was like, I'm never going to be that passionate about Shakespeare. And it's something that if I did try to do that, I'd be forcing myself Mm. the entire time. I've never had to force myself to make podcasts.
2: That's good. That's probably a measure of success as well. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Favorite non-audio pods.
0: Non-audio pods. What does that mean?
2: Uh, For me, orcas oh my god
0: Ooh, okay okay i have one peas yes
2: uh we might have <laughs> taken the only two lexi please come up with an answer
0: um whatever anakin drove on tatooine oh so racers that's oh,
2: a good one. Oh, that might be better than orcas yeah Thank it's you. better than Thank peas everyone.
0: for
1: sure
2: peas <laughs> are great though nobody should down peas
1: are, are
2: fantastic you know it's a great dish as an aside
1: is it pea related
2: uh no, it's toast and pea related. Um, oh my God. But like not urine, like p p e a, Like mushy peas on toast? Sort of. So what you do is you take toast, you have some uh, like fried chicken, like a, an old rotisserie or whatever. You shred that up, you place that on top of the chicken, you get some gravy, you pour that on and then you top with peas mm. and it's so great. It was uh, yeah. a very fond memory. One of my fond memories of childhood to balance out the sad bomb I gave earlier.
1: <laughs> That's a good one. Peas are, yeah. I put peas in stew.
2: Oh yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. stew. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Which I feel like it's kind of the same vibe as like chicken gravy. No, we're
2: entering stew season, which is oh. also making me happy. Like I am a basic bitch. A hundred percent. I've got like Halloween decorations up, fall decorations up. I put up my sunflowers. Nice. <laughs> nice. Got my jack-o'-lantern mug that I'm drinking coffee out of every day. Nice. Does
1: your jack-o'-lantern mug go away and not fall season?
2: Uh, No, I mean, it's in the cupboard. Yeah. So it does go away. Yeah. Oh, I, <laughs> when I say I'm basic, I'm basic. I have a uh, spoon rest for every season.
0: Nice. nice. That's great. I have about six great.
2: spoon rests so that I can even do like the in-between portions of seasons that like, you know.
1: I have tea towels for every season.
2: Oh yeah, me too. I love it. That's fantastic.
0: I got wreaths for the door. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah same Z. Every season. Yeah. There's
2: actually a really good wreath maker in Calgary. I wish I could remember their Etsy name because that would be a fun shout out.
0: I'm going to show you my wreaths. I made the hell out of a Halloween wreath last year, and I'm so excited to put it back up. I'll send a picture.
1: Ooh. Lexi, that should be one of the prizes. Yeah,
0: we should just
2: give away a wreath. <laughs>
1: that I make. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's really, awesome. They're very hard sure, to why ship. why not? Yeah,
0: yeah, it would have to be local listeners yeah. only. Yeah,
2: yeah. Well, or anybody who's willing to drive uh, to Calgary to pick it up. <laughs> to, to Calgary. Pick up re-
0: and meet me in a mall parking lot at a very lit location where the police station's nearby. Oh, no,
2: you do exchanges oh, at yeah, police we'll stations. Yeah. yeah, no yeah, murder. Exactly.
0: Yeah, That's the one thing cops are good for. Them. Not
2: murdering people?
0: <laughs> no, for uh,
1: buying products from strangers off the internet.
2: Joe Rogan fact, endorses police murder. Ooh,
1: murder of police or police murdering people? Oh, wow.
2: He hasn't specified. He's, You know, he's playing both sides. Wow. <laughs> like he's like, I'm a civil servant. I can't wait in
0: on this. I'm not saying anything.
2: Well, I mean, you have a podcast. You actually have said an hour and 25 minutes of stuff. Yeah, that's accurate. That's Does podcasting have a future, Jess?
0: Yeah,
1: I think so. I mean, like, podcasting is just like the latest iteration of radio.
2: Yeah. Storytelling. Yeah. Sitting around in a oral history or yeah. whatever you want to call it. Yeah,
1: exactly. And I think oral history is... Very important. And I don't know. I love working on audio. I hate having to do video. I was trying to make a freaking TikTok for Rooked, and I wanted to blur my feet because I thought it would be so funny to blur my feet so that like chess perverts can't look at my feet. (laughs) And I had to give up. I was like, I can't possibly make the blur track on this video. I
2: know you're not looking for new names for your podcast, but chess perverts is up there.
1: Yeah, that's a great name. That might be the next season because there's bad stuff in chess, this you guys. There so.
2: has to be the cross section. The Venn diagram there is is gonna be wild. It's gonna be just two yeah. circles mm-hmm. on top of each other humping.
1: Season two, <laughs> Rooked <laughs> Chess Perverts. <So> I'm forecasting <laughs> I it can't now. Wait. You, you heard it here first. Wait. That's
0: gonna be awesome. We're
1: one episode into our 10-episode run of season one, but that's fine. <laughs> season <laughs> two, it. coming your way. <laughs>
2: When does the next episode drop, Jess, unless that's putting you on the spot?
1: Nope, it's not putting me on the spot at all. We're doing monthly because uh, more than that was too much yeah. for a, a mm-hmm. podcast that doesn't have any support except for me and Ryan. So the next episode is going to be out on October 3rd. And then it's going to be awesome. every first Tuesday of the month after that, which I was thinking about. And Lexi, wasn't that the cadence that you had for your podcast? Yeah. Nice. Months months. Cool. So we've just stolen Lexi's thing. For her other podcast are we
2: gonna hear more uh art yeah. intervention
0: yeah I, you know that's I actually, one of my
2: favorite podcasts
0: <laughs> me too
2: yeah it's a much m- much better show
0: no it's not <laughs> than ours. it's not a
1: competition it's, not, it's a different you <laughs> know, I mean
2: <laughs> tell that to the people's choice podcast awards
1: I unfortunately art intervention I don't think was nominated it so. wasn't but it was featured on
0: hot Docs a while ago but heck yeah
2: hot dogs are one of my favorite foods
0: i've got a couple ideas it's just it's finding the time but i do i like i i've i've spoken with an artist in uh ireland that i was trying to team up with to do a limited run and so i haven't heard back from them so i might just go ahead and do it anyway but it, it, I've, I've got some ideas of things I'd like to do. I'm crossing my fingers, which is not a good visual for podcasting. It is
2: if you say it. Jess
0: is crossing her fingers.
2: Lexi has tented her fingers and then folded them into each other and now is using them as a rest for her head.
0: Like Mr. Burns.
1: Excellent. We should We should start doing some crude hand gestures. Yeah. Oh, whoa, Lexi! Whoa! That's
2: Joe Rogan's favorite hand oh gesture, what Lexi just did. Crude.
0: We didn't do Who's That Pokemon? Who's that? Pokemon. Oh.
2: oh my god, it's Joe Rogan. Wow. Yeah, I mean,
0: there is no other answer.
2: Some of the things we said tonight are true and some were not. Uh, all of them were said as uh, entertainment. Mm-hmm. um
0: Yeah, so you
1: can't sue us, Joe yeah.
2: Rogan. Yeah. And why would you? Come on, Joe.
1: Why would you care about
2: what we have to say, Joe Rogan? Mm, Because he's a thin-skinned little man prick.
1: Probably not even the meanest stuff that has been said about Joe Rogan. That is true. Very tame.
2: Come on. (laughs) That is a true Joe Rogan fact. Well, we've probably taken up more than enough time (laughs) on this episode. (laughs) Uh,
1: I'm going to cut it down.
2: Yeah, good luck with this one. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) We try sometimes now. We'll get better at it. And then someday we'll have like 250 episodes, and we'll just tell everyone to start at like 151. Yeah, I think
0: it's 78,
2: <laughs> and just go from there. Yeah, except the-
1: for all of the Stardew Valley. Oh, yeah. at that point you'll be on like Return to Return to Return to Return to.
2: Those are still worth. It. I don't know what we're gonna do for the next time if we if we haven't given up already. Star yeah, it would be we'd be at three Return Twos. You. And I don't know what there is left to talk about. I guess 1.6 actually cuz that'll be out by then.
1: I would love to hear more of all of the headcanon you guys are generating. <laughs> I like that.
0: That's good.
2: Well, okay. There's a lot. Yeah. Some of those relationships are weird.
1: Some of them are very weird. Yeah, so. Yeah. Like I kind of like and hate the idea of the wizard being like the father Everyone's of the entire dad. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's
2: weird. Has but, sired everyone. Yeah, I don't like that. It is gross. And he's hired all these men to just come to town and pretend to be dads. Do
0: you think they're yeah. real? Or are they just like a magic? Like a, he's a, he magicked them.
2: Well, it's a video game, Lexi.
0: Yeah,
1: but do the NPCs exist themselves?
0: This is getting... I wow. mean... yeah, Wow. It's so yeah. meta. More than You're usual.
1: Hitting,
2: all right, all right, all right, <laughs> levels.
1: Maybe we all just need to go to bed. Yeah,
2: it's it's sleepy time. Until next time... Joe Rogan likes to lick subway poles. Dork, dork, dork. (laughs) Dork, (laughs) dork. Thanks for listening to Dork Matters. If you like the podcast, subscribe, give us a rating and tell your friends about us.
0: If you are a fellow dork and have a dork issue that you think we need to discuss, tell us on our social media. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter. You can also check out original art and other content from Ben and myself.
2: We'd like to say a big thank you to Yabra for the use of our theme song, Dance, off of their Astral EP, as well as a thank you to Jess Schmidt for producing and editing our podcast. Thanks, Jess. Dork Matters.
0: This podcast is created on the traditional territories of the Blackfoot Nations, which includes the Sigzika, the Begaini, and the Gaina. We also acknowledge the Stony Nakota Nation, Sutena, and Metis Nation Region
3: three.